This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Hello, and welcome to the Theology Gaming Podcast. My name is Zachary Oliver, the owner and proprietor of the Theology Gaming Blog, and with me today are two special guests, and their names are, in alphabetical order, by first name only. What? <laughs> Dude, we're tired Elijah first. It's Elijah oh. Placeholder. I am Elijah the Dean. first. I am Elijah the first. Not like Sophia the first. I just play lots of games. <laughs> and Ted Loring the second. Hi there, I'm Ted Loring, and I'm preoccupied. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's sniping playing, people and watching TV. He's playing so. Sniper Elite, I think. I'm trying to get Sling TV up and running on this Dagum Xbox. It's, I've been waiting for this to be available for a month and a half. For those who don't know what Sling TV is, would you just explain it to me? Sure. Well, Sling TV is just a web-based streaming service of TV channels. And I tried out a free trial of it and liked it. It worked really well on my phone and various tablets. And now it's on the Xbox, so I can actually just use my Xbox One as uh, almost like a cable box in a way. Every time you seem to have done anything TV related with your Xbox, it explodes. You have a point. <laughs> what? How did you, wait, what? No, I need context. When did his Xbox One explode? Well, it didn't really explode. It's just every time he tried to demonstrate it to people, it would inevitably not work. That was in the early days. I've learned a lot since then. Uh, that's why it's up here in my private room now where it responds to my requests. Isn't that right, nice little Xbox? Yeah. Um, and then he performs a magic ritual to make sure that it uh, you know, works correctly. But in the past, I would be like, oh, man, check out how great this Xbox is. I can talk to it. And it just does whatever I want. Xbox on. Nothing. Crickets <laughs> chirping. I look like an idiot in front of people. So, oh, you know what? Do you ever have to use it in the middle of a game? Is there any game that like requires you to use voice? Um. There's, I don't think there's anything that requires it, especially anymore, because they've now removed it as being a, a requirement. Oh, oh, wait. Is that part of the Connect? Yes. The voice control is part of the Connect. Oh, oh, okay. Well, so if I buy the like $329 one, then I don't get voice. No Connect. But okay. I, I really do use it to say, to say record that, you know, to record a clip. Or now they have take a screenshot. It'll take a screenshot of my gameplay at a certain point. Oh, all right. So, you know, it does have some cool applications. Oh, yeah, the screenshot yeah. thing is something that I've been wanting consoles to have for a while. It makes it so much easier to review things when you can just yeah. say, hey, take a screenshot. <laughs> yeah. it, it just started. That was a recent update. And also, and if this doesn't work this time, I really, I'm really, i walking away from it for now. <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, wa- I'm putting it down. Put it down, Ted. Put okay. Down. Here's me putting the controller down. <laughs> Put the so, anyway, so I do use Connect for some of that stuff. And to say things like Xbox Mute, stuff like that, it muted on my TV. Uh, Xbox, done. volume I'm up. <laughs> turn the volume up. He just changed his name on the what? Skypes. You're the unabridged gamer now. What happened? Oh. I'm using, I made a new account because I'm, since I'm not working for our streaming games anymore, yes. People who are listening, yes, dead. No! <laughs> Why are you but, not um, working not for want. Um, Bad blood? More just simply a matter of the internship coming up and me not having a lot of time because there's a lot of other things going on right now. I've already said I'm co-authoring a book, 
with Unreal 4 finally becoming free, I can work on a game project, at least start prototyping it, that um, a friend and I have wanted to make for ages. And there's actually two ideas right now competing in my head. I'm not sure which one to go with. And just, there's a lot of prospects going on right now. And I think our stream games is fine in Caleb and Josh's hands. It'll all be okay. It'll all turn out fine. It'll all be okay. It's going to be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> all right, so uh, what have y'all been playing lately? Well, because everyone demanded it, I played Republic Commando again because apparently no one wants to hear me talk about anything unless it's either ripping a classic game apart because they also voted for me to review The Witcher 2 and Half-Life 2, one of which I know is not going to go well. I'm not telling you which. And, um... Oh. And um, wow. the top of my votes, um, I'll link you guys actually to the votes so that you can see the poll. Um, well, that's actually the votes. Well, I guess if you wanted to cast your votes now, gents, now is the time. But um, why Republic Commando? Out of all the things, how many games? I don't are on this know. List? There's like 20 games. I mean, Nier every- is on there, and nobody cares. This makes me no, 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 no. Sad. Yeah, Nier got three votes. Here's the thing: one of my favorite shooters <laughs> of all time. Fear Perseus mandate, two votes. Yeah, well, nobody likes the expansion. Never stuff, heard right? of that. Let's all be honest. Somebody does. That'd be but you. the thing is, you like weird the, stuff. Here's the question, <laughs> though. Up until right near the end, episode one, the Phantom Menace was beating Wolfenstein: The New Order. Yes, that was my vote. <laughs> that was yours. What episode did you just, one? Did you just revoke for it over and over and over again? Because yeah, that just the best. Yes, we've discussed previously. I've never gotten out of Auto Gunga. I just, I basically gave up on it for such a long time. I thought, okay, maybe someone will still want it. And then it's like, boom! Don't be a quitter, Elijah. Don't be a quitter. Yes, that don't game. Be a quitter of a licensed tie in PS1 game. That's a crappier version of a PC game, yeah. But, um, yeah, the top games voted for were Star Wars Republic Commando. In descent, in this in descending order, Star Wars Battlefront Two, Half Life Two, Witcher Two, Wolfenstein: The New Order, Episode One: The Phantom Menace, Mirror's Edge, Halo Combat Evolved, Force Unleashed Three or Two. There is no three. Well, if there were a three, it would be voted on. Oh, you know everyone. That would have been my pick. That would have been my pick. Space Engineers, Guild Wars Two. I'm not even sure how I'm going to do that. The last Guild Wars was uh, okay. But, anyway, um, to proceed. Yeah. You gave the consumers too many choices. Yeah, you gotta narrow their choices. Consumers no, here's the thing, though. Choice. The last time when I gave them a small span of choices with my PlayStation 2 Classics week that I got planned, everything was muted. I got, like, three games that were confirmed that people wanted. The rest of it was, like, everything was three or fours. There was no actual consistent vote. So it's like, okay, if I sp- – I even include a MOBA. And you know how I feel about MOBAs, but there's one MOBA I was curious about. I went, I included Metal Gear Solid, I included RPGs, I included platformers, I included pretty much everything that things. I had. Too many things, Elijah. Actually, people, it's actually... choice. Give them two choices. Two. One or the other. No. I learned that when I used to sell computers. I can't computers. get it down to two choices. This is pretty much a demonstration of, this is what it's like being a critic without being told what to review. You have a mountain of games to pick from... And you don't know where to start, so you're paralyzed. Now at least I know where to start. I always just randomly picked a game I liked, and I just played it. You see, I, I, I <laughs> that's what I do with theology gaming. That's all <laughs> I've ever done. I go, oh, I like this game. I play it. I mean, nobody does. wants to listen to me. I'm just going to write about it. We might ignore him from time to time, but that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I write like incredibly long reviews about games. That's usually what I do. Anyway. Yep. What have you been playing? What was playing? the question? Oh, Ted, what have you been Ted playing? Loring. I know you've been playing Sniper Elite for one. I don't know why I got Sniper Elite fever, but I do. <laughs> I do. So, and this was why it makes sense sometimes to give away a game. So I get it on the Xbox 360, Sniper Elite 2, and I find myself loving it. I play it all the way through and beat it. I even do a little bit of co-op with uh, somebody, and that was neat as well. So what did I do? Then I go and I buy the same game for the Wii U on Amazon because it was like 14 bucks. Great deal. And I've enjoyed playing the same game again but on the Wii U. And then also, hold that thought, I, I am playing now Sniper Elite 3 Ultimate on the Xbox One. Man, <laughs> that's a lot of snipers. And these, I know, and these maps are huge in this latest game. Wow. It takes, I'm on, uh, I'm finishing the second level, and I have played for over nine hours. Goodness. Wow. So how long are you taking? You're being a very patient sniper. Well, I do a lot of very patient sniping. What is he doing? (laughs) I was holding that thought. It's a very strong thought. Let the thought go. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I thought it was smoking something for a second. We saw him <laughs> I thought that was smoking. I was writhing around the room holding on to something. We saw him like roll things earlier and it was like That I was know. peas. I am I was unpotting peas. He says he was unpotting peas. What person on earth does that on a podcast? <laughs> when they have nothing else to do, they're incredibly feeling hosed after a day of congestion. That's what they do. I think it makes sense in a way because peas are in a pod, and this is a podcast. There you have it. Oh, but, you yes. got me. But um, Ted, you know there's free DLC for Sniper Elite V2 on Xbox, right? On Xbox what? 360? 360? Yeah. It's, um, it's, you sure have- it's free? Because I got the game, quote-unquote, for free. They ported over the um, competitive multiplayer from PC to it, and it's like – you remember how Jonathan was saying there was the whole – Competitive multiplayer? You know how he described <laughs> the maps where you couldn't go across it, you could only snipe at each other? Yeah, right. that's included. I'm not sure if it's actually active on Xbox 360 or not. I was going to actually be looking into it, seeing if it was or not, but honestly – if you're enjoying Sniper Elite as much as you are, it might be your only chance of actually enjoying a competitive game. Because I might actually get halfway good at it. Here's what will happen. I'll start to think, well, maybe I am halfway good at it. Maybe <laughs> I will go into this matchmaking thing and play it. And then death, 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 death. Oh, that's right. I do stink on ice. I'm glad that I had multiplayer competitive to remind me of that. Yeah, and then I go and, and lay in my bed in the fetal position and cry myself to sleep. <laughs> so Ted is not going to play it in multiplayer, I'm guessing. I mean, I might. You could also was... spend five bucks and kill Hitler over and uh, over and over again. Is that which one is that on Elite Two or, or Elite Three? That's in both games. Oh, okay. Both two and three have that. So you can kill Hitler in all of the games. Except for the first one, which is actually for the original Xbox and PC. It was out from, like, 2004. Why is that? Nobody's advertising this in the box? Like, wh- <laughs> I'm going to find this. 
<laughs> it was a pre-order bonus for it's um, like Operation Grey Wolf Matrix. or something like that. I huh. saw it on my menu because when you get this Ultimate Edition on the Xbox One, you get all of the download that was made for Sniper Elite Three. Yep. So there are some Churchill missions. Yep. You and then there Churchill are some kill Hitler. <laughs> Where is Churchill traveling to? That he would be Africa. Apparently, apparently he's traveling to Africa to pose for photos, and conveniently you can stop him from being. Well, don't shot. tell me that's spoiler alert right uh, there. Oh, <laughs> sounds like some pretty good historical fiction to me. Ted, oh. there's nothing I'm saying there that is genuine. I have good. no idea what is happening. <laughs> I don't want to know because I want to be able to enjoy it, but I want to beat the whole game before I even do some of that download stuff. Again, I don't know why this game is like like, like meeting your perfect match on Match.com or something, <laughs> but, but me finding this game has been like, this is what I've been waiting for Was my it whole life. Yes, it is slow pace, so yeah. I can be very careful and cautious and snipe a lot of people from a distance. They have no idea what's going on. See, and like, I got my my grandfather got a copy of Sniper Elite Three for like uh-huh. Christmas, and like I asked him, "Can I borrow it?" He's like, "Yeah," and I go, "Are you finished with it?" He goes, "Yes." <laughs> he's really like, yeah. He like finished it like thirty hours or something. I mean, you know, he's like seventy three, but. Go, man. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'll borrow it next time I come over because <laughs> I need to play Sniper Elite. Everyone keeps telling me it's good. Uh, it just it touched a spot with me, so there we go. Yeah, it touched your heart. You made an emotional connection. With, uh, uh, yeah, me, me and Sniper Elite are now engaged, and we're, we're going to be married in February. <laughs> and when you get engaged, are you going to readily drop kick people in the street? <laughs> Oh man! No. Oh, you're never no. gonna live that down. I changed my ways. I don't do that anymore. I don't play sleeping dogs. No, he just snipes people in the head now. Yeah, but, but they're bad have, guys. Have you seen, but you, have you seen actually? Um, highlight reel on Kotaku. They have some sniper elite ones. While it's not drop kicking, they found sniper kills in both PvP and in co-op. Where the um, whoever gets sniped, their body will start breakdancing. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Oh, random right. question. Uh, is there like a point or a scoring system, or is that only like an arcade-style mode? Well, there's a difference between the two games. Uh, the Elite 3 has an XP system where you uh, rank up or level up as oh, you go. Oh, they add that? Yes. Weird. Uh, another difference between the two, and I know this isn't exactly what you were talking about, but um, the, the F- Elite 2, you sort of auto-heal. Whereas in Elite 3, you have to use bandages and stuff to heal yourself. I almost prefer the other way where you just heal through time. But um, the, the Sniper Elite 2, I'm trying to remember. I know you do points. You definitely get points. And, of course, with Xbox, they have achievements for stuff. Because it feels like, like an extended light gun game, kind of. Except uh, what sniper game? Perspective. Like a light gun game. Oh, Except oh. you're sniping people from afar. A lot I mean, of the levels do actually work like that, if I remember from V two, and the co the co op definitely an emphasis on scoring the PvP an emphasis on scoring, but um yeah, 
I don't remember if the, I think the single player like might, but only if it was like a particularly good kill, like you know, like as you were saying, snipe a guy's earlobe, snipe a guy in right. And uh, I've done the thing where you know if you can shoot two guys at once, that's particularly satisfying. If the bullet goes through one guy, and then like in one case for me, it went like another forty feet, and then into the next guy, and (laughs) I was like, wow, triple kill. uh, There's an achievement for hitting somebody in the head as a ricochet shot, like to bounce it off the ground somehow and hit somebody in the head. Oh, wait, what difficulty are you playing it on? Um, Because I I remember that the difficulties change the wind or speed direction and the steadiness of the scope and that kind of thing. I'm playing Marksman, which I think is – it's not the easy – mode it's one up i would probably play it again on another level harder which is not what i typically do but here's the difference customize the difficulty between easy and marksman i know for a fact and easy you just have to put the crosshair on somebody no matter what and you you get them if you are on marksman at this point when you're breathing or when you're holding your breath the red dot starts to show up and it is usually below where the crosshair is and I think as the difficulty increases in that way, um, eventually that red dot would actually disappear. So you could get so experienced at the game with the distance that you would know how high above the uh, target that you would want to have the crosshairs. Huh. It's like a real sniper. See, this sounds like really nuanced and complex. Does it? Yeah. I'm, I don't know why I'm playing it. I then. mean, there's like a straightforward like shooting people in the head kind of thing like call of duty-esque but you actually have to plan your shots and you lead do. them in advance so there is like little mechanical elements of strategy going on on every single shot which is actually really cool it's as hard as i want it to be i kind of like that see this it's is as difficult kind of, as i need it to be this is kind of a hard game and yet ted loring is excelling at it i never thought that's what i think i match.com this thing man tell you <laughs> There needs to be videogamematch.com. I actually that would be a really what good match business. are you? I how know about, like how about we make your that? name is Elijah. You're gonna like Snuggle Bunny Bear Fest. Well, Amazon kind of does that already. Do they actually? And Ted, there is no way in hell that I would be playing Naughty Bear. Naughty Bear. And that's, that's unfortunately the, that's the real name for Snuggle Bear. Game of my Xbox. I have no idea what to do with it. I have no intentions of playing it. Naughty Bear. It sounds dumb. It, it, it basically it is Hitman. With, it's basically Hitman and Friday the Thirteenth, but with teddy bears. It's yeah. it, it screams someone on the dev team was incredibly disturbed that's, as a child. Doesn't sound like an awful premise. I mean, it could work. Just execution always leaves something to be desired. Like, you can always have a good concept, and then the game is just not. Zach, I played Dead Space and laughed. I find it disturbing. That says something. Oh, goodness. It's just teddy bears killing each other. I've seen worse. Have you played Conker's Bad Fur Day? No, because I was (laughs) born after the N64. Well, it did come on an Xbox. (laughs) So if you're curious, that's a game where I would say uh, stuffed animals and... Woodland creatures that are very cute get slaughtered relentlessly with lots of gore and blood. Yeah, see, that's a fun game. I like that game. <laughs> I didn't uh, beat it, but I played it on the uh, N64. I had to stop it because the N64 was in the living room, and I just couldn't have my wife in the same room while I was playing that game. I, I just was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, it was like a South Park episode. Mm. Yes. It, it's, it's a lot, a lot of fart jokes. 
Yeah, it was very poopy. There's a lot of poop. <laughs> it's probably Rare's best game. There was a lot of poop. There was a lot of poop. Well, there, there was, was a boss monster. Is that the subtitle now? Is that the subtitle now for this podcast? There was a lot of poop? No. <laughs> you had to, whatever, he was an opera singing big pile of poo. Yeah. And I think you had to destroy him by throwing toilet paper in his mouth. Indeed. He's the great yeah. mighty poo, and he's going to throw his um <laughs> at you. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> I, I, There's many other things about that song. I could sing the whole song from memory, but I, I'm not going to because I'm a nice man. You're a principled man. I don't say bad words on podcasts. Okay. I say them elsewhere. <laughs> no, no, wait, that came out wrong. <laughs> wow. I'll uh, be right back. I don't feel I, so I, bad anymore. But <laughs> and Elijah has left us. Wow. But thank you, Zachary, for saying that, because now anything I've said in the past few weeks is is less <laughs> offensive. Uh, yes, but he's grabbing his 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 Vita. His v- goodness. All right, so uh, Elijah, what have you been playing? Oh, well, as I said, Republic Commando. I I burned through it in two days. It is a lot shorter than I thought I did. Here's the weird thing, though, in complete opposite to what Ted was saying. I normally burn through games very easily, have very little issue. I, really, almost anything I don't have that much issue with unless it's like a strategy game. My gosh, did Republic Commando kick my ass repeatedly. Yeah, it's a pretty tough game. But that's the thing, though. When I was a kid, it wasn't. I actually would use the pistol because it felt like it was just too easy. Huh. I used the pistol to take out enemies. I rarely, if ever, got down. My squad constantly was standing tall. It was like a buck in the park. I would tear through people in the competitive multiplayer. But now, now I replay, and it's like I. By the time that the game was ending, I was like at at most seventy five percent of what my skill level was when I was like ten. It's like hmm. how. It's just, it's such a weird game because it's Halo 2, but also it's kind of Rainbow Six, and it's also kind of Brothers in Arms, and it has sort of an aim downside system, very prehistoric one, but not really, and it's got a four gun kind of system like Dead Space, but not really, and it's got some survival elements, but not really. It's just, it's so many weird ideas combined into one thing. Yeah, that's what's cool about it. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, trust me, I, you know, for like the, f- I've written up part of my review, and it's like, really, did you expect anything else? Did you expect me to say, you know, no, this game is terrible. Yeah, who would say that? Ted wouldn't say that. I no, wouldn't it's... say that about Republic Commando. It's too much, it just reminds me too much of Phantom Menace on the PS1. Too many good feelings. Ted. So Someday if you're a Republic Commando... And I'm going to stick you in front of my PlayStation 3, and we'll watch you go through the Phantom Menace. <laughs> we'll see how, how far you get with Jar Jar's tutorial level. Huh. <laughs> I'm, oh, man, I'm, I beat that game. I did. Yeah, let's see you beat it again. Oh, yeah, I think you uh, love it. You love it the second time, Ted. Beating yeah. those, those tanks on uh, Coruscant, that was tough. You know <laughs> those tanks? Yeah. And you didn't get that far, it looks like. Son of a... <laughs> Yeah. Um, other than Republic Commando, though, um, I, so, I just—I actually did boot up another classic one. Actually, uh, while it wasn't voted the highest, I actually want to do it together with the second one. So, 
Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2 are going to be done together. And playing Battlefront 1 after so many years is like, I can see why this is charming, but it is so not aged well. Battlefront 2 aged better, from my memory. I played it not too long ago, just out of curiosity's sake. But Battlefront 1, it has so... it's like Dynasty Warriors, but without the number of units. It, it, it's like Republic Commando, but without the refinement. And the thing is, a lot of the stuff that ended up in Battlefront 2 was in Battlefront 1. Heroes were supposed to be playable. In fact, people have found additional heroes on top of the ones. Like Darth Maul, he's in the game's assets. You never get to play as him. A couple of the classes from Battlefront 2 are in the assets. Basically, the entire Battlefront series is a story of a dev team desperately trying to finish the same game twice hmm. and never getting to finish it. Now, I found out some mods, um, and I'll link you guys to them. Someone actually managed to make the whole grounded space battle thing work in Battlefront 2. It's crazy. The map is nuts, and there's tons of popping, but they managed to make it work like people saw with Battlefront 3. Speaking of which... Huh, you know what? I think I do own Battlefield 1. But front. Battlefield or Battlefront? Battlefront. Right. I think I do own Battlefront 1. Yeah, well, I played it before. It's okay. It's nothing too great. That's just it. It's nothing too great, and a lot of people don't want to accept that. It just, t- it just plays like Battlefield, kind of. The thing is, Battlefield's got a bit more... Fr- Here's, I actually found some... Some guy has actually managed to find another copy of the pre-alpha from Battlefront 3. Yeah, you posted some of the uh, video from that. Yeah. This is... um that again in case you missed it but um this guy went through a lot of it more and even then i'm looking at this battlefront 3 footage and it is still very much the same game battlefront is very much its own thing it wants to be battlefield but it clearly has some different ideas no it has to be star wars related well not i'm not just meaning that i mean the way the health system works the way certain weapons handled and the thing is there actually are some really good animations i'm surprised to say in Battlefront 1, like the going prone animation, for its time, my gosh, that was a really good animation. It's very smooth. It's very lifelike. I'm not sure how they did it because other animations look terrible. But um, it's like there are occasional crumbs of awesome that you make you feel like you're reliving it again. The rest of the time, though, it's like, yeah, don't be boot up Battlefront 1. Don't boot up Battlefront 1, even though the Renvar maps are still awesome. Just... Just boot up Battlefront 2. My memories of Battlefront 2 was not from playing it, but one night I, I was a great uh, scoutmaster. Sometimes one one night a, a year we would have like a sleepover at the church gym and I would we would set up various game systems in various rooms throughout it. You know, we basically had run of the place all night and would play games and I saw Two scouts that were playing Battlefront Two, and they were flying uh, some sort of, you know, Star Wars X-wing, Tie Fighter. Is that right? Yeah, is that something like that? Is that possible in the game, or is that my brain? Oh yeah, Uh, Battlefront Two has a full space mode where you could actually fight in space against two capital ships. It was actually a really good idea. It's just, um, yeah, I had to keep the scoring for that was how much damage you did to each other. And the problem was, if you said to the maximum, you could blow up everything in the other guy's ship because it doesn't actually destroy the ship. It would just kind of linger on afterwards. Uh-huh. The core idea, however, was quite good. They just um, they needed to expand it. A person did do that though with a mod project. They made a full map inside a star de- um, inside a star destroyer, 
and you could run around in it. You could fly outside of it to another hangar. Whoa. It was very nice. You a fully realized Star Destroyer. Seriously, you, you, you underestimate the modding community for Battlefront 2. If you'd seen that, people have made custom full campaigns for this thing. Oh, man. They've added I multiplayer the functionality community. to things that were usually offline. They restored cut features. They restored cut vehicles. They, there's easily over a thousand maps for the thing on PC by this point. It's unbelievable how much stuff they make. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anything else, or? Well, how about uh, you, my friend? Oh. Um, yeah. You. You. All I've also been playing is Counter Spy still and Assassin's Creed Three, and I'm not going to enrage more people with Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing um, Hearthstone. And again, yeah. is that all you play? Well, because I said been... the guy who's playing the same game. <laughs> <laughs> well, World of Warcraft too, but because um, I joined a guild and now we're ramping up for rating purposes. But anyway, uh, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone lately, and I have a, a secret confession that I spent money on cards. <laughs> Wait a minute, Hearthstone is a free-to-play game. Yeah, it is. Cards. Uh, yeah. Well, I decided i like hearthstone i think i want to play more hearthstone so i think i need some cards so i bought myself 60 packs and i dumped that these are down. these are real cards right real physical cards that you no, can no, hold no, in no. your hand no 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 they're they're fake 60 60 60 60 packs yeah 60 yeah i just dumped it and i went how much money is that yeah um, how much is that 69.99 you didn't say, say that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so many better better subjective, but you could have bought so much more with that. So the so the Hearthstone system works like this, right? So each pack has like five cards, right? And the cards are every pack has one card that is guaranteed to be of rare quality or better. So most packs you're going to get like. One rare and then four commons. For the most part, rare cards are the game's, like, fundamental good cards. And the rest, like, the epics and the legendaries. You know, it's kind of like magic. Everything else is just gravy after that. So, you know, if you buy that many, you get some duplicates. But I ended up getting, like, 200 brand new sets of cards. So... I would hope so. I don't consider that a bad deal. Because I've basically gotten every viable card and every card that I could possibly want. And then in addition to that, I got some cool stuff. And you could disenchant duplicates to craft other cards. So it's Zachary not like Oliver. So it's not like magic where you have like crap cards you don't want and then you have to go to a secondhand dealer to like sell a bunch of these and then pick up some card that's supposedly great in the metagame. You can just kind of disenchant the cards that are duplicates, and then make the cards you want. So, there you go. I thought maybe you spent 10 bucks or something. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I did a big money dump. <laughs> and why do you ask? Because uh, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone, and so far, Hearthstone has been good but to me. Why? I-, I find it very enjoyable. So, you know, I really don't feel like the money was wasted. The most I think I could ever drop on a free-to-play game, unless I literally was playing on playing it like every day for a couple of years, would be twenty bucks. No, that's if I'm absolutely in love with it. But here's the thing: like, if you think about Hearthstone, it's a competitive card game, right? So, 
you do need cards. Eventually, you would get these cards. However, Zachary does not have the time to just grind out cards every day. He apparently has the money. To do the daily quests, right? And then to get, like, do win 30 matches, which gets you, like, maybe a pack and a half or one arena fun. So that's, like, not a good deal to me. So you basically here are trading time for money to get the cards that you want. To me, it's not really a bad deal. And if you're going to play Hearthstone a lot, which I do plan on playing it a lot, then the value to money ratio becomes pretty high. <laughs> so yeah, I know it's a, somewhat a self-justification, but I, I'm just really enjoying playing a card game for once. Because the biggest problem for me is that playing physical card games is always an issue because you have to have people and you have to have a hobby shop nearby where people gather and New Hampshire does not have a ton of these. <laughs> so it's just much easier to just... and. Buy Hearthstone cards. And Hearthstone's like infinitely cheaper than these other CCGs because so, a lot of factors. Mathematically, what is the most you can spend on this game? Uh, I've read how to get every card. And the calculation is something in the range of... $18,000. No, no, no. Well, it's actually significantly lower than $18,000. But... Based on the uh, drop rates, assuming that you get, like, on average, then it would be about $539 for to get all oh the cards. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, that's just from the basic set. I imagine the 200-plus cards from the expansion set would be infinitely more. But anyway, you don't have to have every card, right? If you're a collector, then you need every card. But if you're just playing to be competitive, you definitely do not need to spend that much money. (laughs) Well, I am shocked, and I don't know what to say. (laughs) Have you ever spent money on a free-to-play game? Who, me? Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm curious, Ted. Why is that you ask? Can I ask? I, uh, I, 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 I asked you first. I want to know about the person casting judgment to see whether or not they prove a hypocrite. <laughs> so I did spend money one time on a free-to-play game. That game was called Candy Crush Soccer. Oh, goodness. You actually spent money on Candy Crush? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Dad, I had so much hope for you. I'm so embarrassed. Well, so much hope for you. Wait, what can you buy in Candy Crush anyway? I played it, Everything. but I never spent anything on it. Well, it's, I it's, I got tired of getting all the invites from people on Facebook, so I said, "Well, I'll just go ahead and try it out." And in order to progress, after you get a certain number of free lives, you can either wait for more lives or you can get little extras to extend your game a little bit more oh. to get past next level. Oh, I see. So that's a little more predatory than the Hearthstone model. It's, it think. was evil. It was E-V-I-L evil. So a game that won't let you play it unless you spend more money to play it. Yes, but the way they did it, it was so enticing. It's just a dollar, right? But the thing about it is it's it's not like – you spend that dollar and then you play for another two hours. You spent that dollar and maybe you were able to get to the next level maybe. with the, the things that it gave you, but not always. And that was it became so diabolical because it's almost like 
here, all right, the first little bit is free, but the next time you want to taste a little of this drug, it's going to cost you a little something. <laughs> Need a hip? And, and I would just rather, if there's an app I like, I would rather just go ahead and pay five ninety five for it and own it outright and play it. And this stupid part where it strings you along to me is, is a bit diabolical. I would agree. I played Candy Crush and I didn't spend any money on it. Not not to say I'm better than you because obviously I just dumped a bunch of money on Hearthstone. But <laughs> it is possible, I think, to beat a lot of the stages without spending any money. But at a point, I think they do design the game intentionally so that it's an unpassable roadblock. So you have to spend money to get past it. Because you can actually spend money on stuff that changes the board and then uh, makes it so that you win automatically, that kind of thing. Free combo. But that's even more money on top of buying the lives, which is even worse. <laughs> so I, I think yours is doesn't bother me near as much as what I did to do it because Hearthstone is you know a recognized game by a, a recognized developer. Yeah, people are clearly enjoying it. And spending the money does not cause me to win because I still yes, have to play with yes. strategy, which is significantly different, I think, from Candy Crush Saga. <laughs> Oh, it is. It's a different league. That's why I was so embarrassed to even mention it. But I did do that. Now, that was over a year ago, and I since then you know, deactivated the account. But I do still play it uh, on my phone, one of my phones or a tablet somewhere, just every once in a while just to pick it up. And and I never use any of the extras that they, you know, quote-unquote, give you just to – if I get past it, I'll get past it doing the most basic level. And I'm on like level thirty or something. Not very high. <laughs> I have no idea where I am because I there's like a gazillion levels to Candy Crush. I yeah, think. I think it's like five hundred something. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be playing yes. in a while. Yeah, you may never reach there, Ted. I just was so disillusioned when I first plucked <laughs> down that ninety nine cents, and it was like gone just so quickly. Wait, did you have to like put in your credit card information? I don't know what I did. Honestly, I don't know. It might have been like a PayPal thing or... Yeah, because that's the first thing I do when I play games like that. It could have been Google Play, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because I don't have any credit card attached to any mobile phone accounts. Just in case. Just in case. Because I know it's a psychological trick to get me to spend money. (laughs) (laughs) So, how about you, Elijah? Have you ever been sucked into the free-to-play... Injustice, the mobile app. There is one? Conch- yeah, I, I actually played that. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a fair amount. I played Warframe on, let's see here, Vindictus. Uh, I, I, I play a lot of games. Let's put it that way. And um, no, I have not played, put a single dollar down for any free-to-play game. The only one I almost did was when I was a kid, and that was RuneScape. And that was because I was super into RuneScape. I was running my own guild and everything. Wait, is RuneScape free-to-play? Yeah. Yes, I think it is. I always thought it had some kind of payment component to it. Uh, that was for membership, and that the original free zone is still free. Huh. All right. Well, that makes sense. I've never Wasn't there one game. about a leaf or something, or Canada, or I don't know. Maple's Story? <laughs> maple Story, that's it. Is there a Maple David something? actually played that one. Oh, yeah? Was that a free-to-play? Is it no, that was free-to-play. I, I thought so. 
Yeah, that's uh, one of those Korean ones. Ah. Yeah. Isn't World of Warcraft free to play? So was Vindictus, but Vindictus, you know, actually brought brawler gameplay to um to an MMO. So I was kind of like, you know what? I don't care because you're actually giving me fun gameplay, and gameplay above all always matters to me more than anything else. Huh. Uh, Ted, to answer your question, I believe World of Warcraft is uh, free to play up to a certain level. Okay, and then, by level, does that mean as your character levels up? Level? Yeah, the level cap okay. right now is level 100, and I believe the free version of World of Warcraft goes up to level 20. Uh, let me see. That sounds like a lot of gameplay, potentially. Yeah, it's about, I'd say, three to four hours to get there. And you just download that for free? Yeah, you can try it out. It's a, kind of like a gateway drug. Oh, yeah, trying to get people into it, yeah, just like I was talking about. They call it the World of Warcraft Starter Edition. See, at, le- at least with that, though, you're paying that monthly fee, but you're getting everything, right? Yeah, well, I pay I for World the expansions. I play. I pay for World of Warcraft, right? And I get um, all of my level 100 characters and all the stuff that I have gotten over the decade in which I invested time into playing the game. And since I got my family playing, there's no incentive not to stop playing. Plus, I actually like playing World of Warcraft, so it's all okay for me. So that's free to play, kind of. But then I'm paying the subscription fee afterward. So didn't right. used to be that way. It used to be you'd pay fifty dollars for the box, and then you would. Pay then you got the right to pay fifteen more dollars every month. Yeah, well, if you're not playing anything else, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Depends on your personal preference. Yeah, Star Wars Tour tried to tell, sell me the same exact line, Zach, and um, I got basically just like, okay, I'm going to get my fill during this beta that doesn't cost me money, and um, afterwards I'll wait for this still free-to-play because I know this is going to go free-to-play because it's trying to kill WoW. Yeah, but it didn't. <laughs> World of Warcraft still has 10 million people playing it for some right. reason. It's not an awful game. It's, uh, it's you know, it's good. But I don't know it, if I would consider that free to play, kind of. Yeah, they're just they're introducing you to it. Just I think right now um, on Xbox, uh, oh, what is that one? Dragon Age Inquisition is free to play for a limited amount of time. That's oh, really? no, that's Dragon Age Inquisition isn't free to play. It's that it's via EA Access. What is so, EA Access? What? Think PlayStation Plus, but just for EA games, but not for oh, yeah, EA games yeah. that you want to play, and only on the Xbox One because even PlayStation knows how ridiculous this is. Can you get it on the PC? This EA Access? No, that's the thing. They have Origin. If they made EA Access for Origin, I would grab that because there's tons of EA games that they could be offering. But instead, they are only offering it for Xbox One. Oh, hey, Ted, this is pretty good. Only for the Xbox One. That's what I heard. It's uh, five dollars a month. For EA Online? You get early access to certain games. You'll get early access to DLC. Like, you might be able to play Battlefield Hardline for a week before it releases, back when that was... <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, if you like the games EA makes, this isn't actually... Oh, no. Bad. Don't get me wrong. I like the idea. I love the idea. Unlike Jim Sterling, I'm actually quite open to the idea of, you know, hey, why don't we have some publishers have stuff like that? Because, I mean, bloody hell, 2K. If 2K did that, I would be on it in an instant, because 9 times out of 10, 2K publishes a game, I'm going to like it. Evolve notwithstanding. 
I mean, seriously, I, I, when they had the 2K bundle, pretty much every game they offered there was something I already had. So it's like, okay, if 2K offered me a service like that, so I would just immediately get access to their games. Hmm. I do that. You and know, you're like, if Bioware did that, or if, you know, Bethesda did that, there are publishers who could actually command this and do this, and it'd be a perfectly reasonable way for them to gain revenue. In fact, it would actually undercut GameStop and make GameStop have to up its game because suddenly pre-order bonuses aren't the only thing that's going to do it anymore because what if if you start subscribing to these services and it starts making them more money than pre-order bonuses, then they don't need for games, they don't need GameStop to make the revenue then. They can cut out the middleman. That would actually hurt GameStop and make them have to start being bloody nice to people. They haven't been that mean to me. But I'm thinking about game companies doing a Netflix kind of thing, and I'm not sure whether or not it's going to be as readily accepted in this market. Just from first-hand experience, I think most people are used to either buying or downloading a game and then kind of playing it for a while, or they're used to cheap gains on Steam sales or stuff like that. I'm not sure if a subscription model is ideal for gaming at this point in time, and it's mostly because internet connection speeds in the continental U.S. are not fast enough to sustain that kind of model. Well, the thing is, though, it's already proving to be working with PlayStation Plus and Xbox One, and in fact, or Xbox Gold, rather. And the thing is, I didn't ever want an Xbox because of Xbox Live Gold, because it's like, pay money for multiplayer. You mean the thing I get for free on my, my computer so long as I pay the internet company? Yeah, that just sounds great. Pay for it twice. Pay for it twice, which is why... Some people were okay with that. I mean, they don't have a gaming PC, so they just used Xbox primarily as their thing. But, uh, yeah, except there was the PlayStation 3 that was offering it for free. But now, but when PlayStation Plus... But it wasn't Plus, quite as sterling in its reputation. <laughs> Some games just don't work well on PSN compared to Xbox. I get to encounter this. Uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest here. I got, X, I got PlayStation Plus because it was like, you know what? You are offering games that I want. It's how I ever got to finally play Remember Me. It's how I got to play Binary Domain. It's how I'm going to eventually play Prototype 2. Uh, it's how I got Counter Spy. It, they, pretty much, PlayStation Plus is constantly tailoring games that I want to play. There's occasionally a month or two where it doesn't, but normally, it's like every month, I get games that I would love to play that I never would have otherwise for a much smaller cost. And that's the thing that I also like, is that these services always cost less per consumer, so there's a light, higher likelihood that someone will pay money for it because you know what most people there are people out there who can't drop more than fifty dollars in a single year on a game i knew a guy he got destiny and that pretty much was all he could play on his ps4 this guy's in europe and it pretty much was all he could play on his ps4 he also ended up getting gifted at watchdogs so he got to play that too that's about all he had to play on that but if he had spent that money on playstation plus for a year's worth he would have had a ton of games. He'd have so many different indies and AAA games available to him on an instant, in an instant. The main problem with a publisher or developer doing this is that they can only take from their own library, so they need to be an established publisher or developer, and or it needs to be something more like if Desura or if Steam offered this kind of service, and they have a much larger library. Oh my gosh, it, I'm kind of surprised Steam hasn't offered that at this point. You know, like kind of like something like that. That would make total sense for them. They have over a thousand games on Steam. Uh, I think that just comes down to the deals that 
uh, Valve makes with publishers and developers. They wouldn't want to remove the lucrative nature of Steam sales and whatnot. But the thing is, the they PlayStation... make that 70% cut. It's pretty big. The subscription is not going to give them nearly as much money as they would otherwise. That's, that's why the... I think game companies are going to be battling but against But that's basically model. what they've been doing with PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus, is, I, I know this confirmed, I heard it on, when I was listening to the Isometric podcast, um, developers get a nominal amount Basically counting to what their game would have gotten otherwise if it hadn't been on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, hence why the games are like a little older than brand new stuff. Because obviously, but that's the perfectly sales fine. Still, a lot. How many people actually get all the games in a single year? How many of us here have actually bought? I think you underestimate how many people actually buy all of the new games in the year, and then when their system, when the new systems come out, they trade in everything to get. Yeah, stock I'm aware of the them. That's stock. how I got my Xbox. They're all over the place, and they buy every new. But they're also game not the system. people who will be buying these services unless they're required to. They probably do. Depends. So I, I don't they know. They would get the it for multiplayer levels. functionality. That's all their concern is going to be. It's going to be just like, okay, here's fifty bucks. Let me play a multiplayer. That's all their concern is going to be. The type of person who looks at PlayStation Plus like me and is like, ooh, I can get over twelve games for every platform that I have. That's PlayStation. There's a bit of a difference. There's a bit of a difference. I used to have PlayStation Plus, and I did I did enjoy it. I I kept and played a lot of stuff from it, but uh, I did not renew it most recently because of what the sense of ownership or I just um, just not in any games that you were interested in. I just found myself becoming more and more uh, an Xbox user, going to that system rather than to the other. But if it wasn't for PlayStation Plus, I would have never played uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. I would never have played uh, a couple other games on there that I really liked. And when, when Zach, Demon Souls. That was one of them, too. Demon Souls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, so you don't own Demon Souls anymore. Oh, I can't play it now, can no, I? No, you can't. Oh, oh that's thanks. <laughs> I can buy it at, at the store. Yeah, it's like 15 20 bucks at this point. You know, I saw it at GameStop for $10. That'd be worth it, for yes. sure. So... You know, actually, now is the time to go to GameStop and pick up everything. <laughs> pick up to, everything. They're trying to dump everything that they can. Because it's like three. It's like buy two, get three. No, it's buy three, get one free, I think, for every game below $10. So, anyway, that was <laughs> the last time I went to GameStop. I haven't been in forever, but I'm not. I don't have anything against them, but I, I don't. I. I get tired of the, you need to be a member of our thing and get this and that and the other, and you want well, warranty protection? Thing. You aren't going to get all that much. I guarantee you, Ted. You're not going to get all that much. You get a subscription to their mag. Yeah. I think there was one, there's a few times when I've had the GameStop membership, and it was mostly because I was going to save, like, a ton of money just by having it. Because it depends, like, if you're buying, like, couple dollars worth of games like sometimes i do it's not really necessary but if you're buying like in bulk <laughs> then you want that 20 percent off or 10 percent anyway game stuff's okay but I, I have a place that's a local locally owned place in town and i like i like going to them but i have a friend that prefers going to gamestop compared to the hmm. place i like to go to the place i like to go to is called gamers alley in cramerton north carolina and now you're advertising 
Whoops. <laughs> yeah. That's eh, not bad. I was just merely stating its location. So, One of four located <laughs> in the Gastonia area. <laughs> I also like Elite Games down by Williamsport. Uh, I shop on Amazon. Amazon.com. <laughs> Amazon is awesome. Amazon is awesome. Uh, Jeff Bezos, give me money. There you go. <laughs> That's where I got that Wii U version of Sniper Elite 2. I'm telling you. Go out and buy it, folks, just because the price is so good, man. 14 bucks for a game that good? That's <laughs> worth it. Yeah, I probably should go get it at some point. Before I, you know, before Hearthstone swallows me whole. <laughs> no! <laughs> well, you need to get away from the uh, other thing every once in a while. You can play two games at once. Yeah. I just I just had Minecraft up on the on the Xbox here and played it for 10 seconds. Realized how much I don't enjoy it. So. You don't like Minecraft? <laughs> You just mentioned it to say you don't like it. <laughs> Minecraft, yours for only nineteen ninety nine in any retailer. Minecraft <laughs> is a game I have never played. You've never played Minecraft. I have no interest. I played with Legos as a child, and I'm perfectly fine with that. You see, I wasn't. I wasn't interested in either. And then I honestly can describe my first time playing it as being. One of the most pure and nice experiences I've ever had. Even nicer than Kirby? <laughs> I've never played Kirby. I have no wish to play Kirby. Oh, man. You're missing out. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're missing out on Minecraft. I'm not uh, missing see, out on either of us are, Yeah, huh? I'm not. He's better. I'm not interested in directionless sandbox open world games. It's I actually, I enjoyed it. I did play with a friend, and that was fun, you know, sharing the space and working together, and he knew what he was doing, and, and he helped me out and stuff like that. Yeah. It's fun walking around. And then you punch the trees together wood? <laughs> punch the trees together wood? What does that mean? Yeah, that's what you do. Punch everything. Yeah, well, you're not doing that. You're, you're like, pickaxing well, stuff. Technically, yeah. <laughs> but it looks like punching. Yeah, it's very basic. It, it, but there's a reason why. i got to tell you. Microsoft is super brilliant to have bought Minecraft, and they're also super brilliant that they bought up Skype. Hey, so. do you want to know why they bought Minecraft? I mean, other than the obvious reasons of it being like the biggest video game of the century. I mean, I think they have a reason for the future. Is that what you're thinking? No, no. I'm thinking just for pure monetary reasons. Um, My- Microsoft actually has $93 billion located overseas. And to repatriate it, they would have to pay the U.S. government taxes. Man, you've been taking your classes. So they actually have been investing in companies in Europe, Africa, Asia, elsewhere, right? So that they don't have to bring the money back into the U.S. And since Mojang, who makes Minecraft, is located in Sweden, they don't have to pay any taxes. Uh, I think they did it so they could make a bunk load of money. In that too. And, um, and for some reason, a Minecraft Telltale game that I find interesting, we actually haven't heard anything else about oh, after Hansman. Goodness. Here's why I think they uh, did it. I think as they continue to develop their headpiece called the HoloLens, that people will be playing Minecraft with that HoloLens, where literally it is in their room, sitting on a table, underneath the table, and all that kind of thing. Wait, Microsoft has a head VR headset now? Yeah, you need to watch it. It's called a HoloLens. I've known about it for about a month and a half. I thought you knew. I am behind the times. (laughs) So wait, there's an Oculus Rift. There's a HoloLens. 
And then Sony has something, right? Uh, what does Sony have? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but they have something that they've been talking about. Sorry, I can't remember the name of it. So this, everybody has one. Well, the Microsoft one is different because it's it's glass. It's more like augmented reality than virtual reality. Oh, kind of so, like more like Google Glass would have been if it existed. Possibly. So, like for example, I'm looking at this wall here, and with the Hololens, I could have had it like a HD TV I- image on that wall oh. so wherever i turn it still looks like it's really there um okay. obviously a lot of applications in 3d design where they uh, manipulate it the way they were demonstrating it is they were showing what it looked like through the eyes of the person wearing the, the hololens but they also had a cameraman that had a hololens so you could see what the person was doing interacting with various things moving things turning them around and all that stuff but if you were just looking at that person, they're just, <laughs> you know, just messing around thing. with nothing. So Then you but, put them in a suit of armor. <laughs> but they did show some Minecraft where a person was playing it and it had like Minecraft stuff on top of his desk. And then he looked under his desk and there was a bunch of underground stuff. And then he did something with like a bomb. And it exploded in the wall, his actual wall in his room. And it, it created like a hole that you looked out and you could see a world in the distance, you know, through this virtual hole in your wall. It was, it was, it's worth looking it up on YouTube to watch that. So what, are you buying one? Oh, I don't know about that, but I'm just (laughs) saying, I think their Minecraft, kind of like Solitaire was the, the app that taught people how to use a mouse. Yeah. That it might be that Minecraft is the fun app that teaches people how to use the HoloLens. Yeah, because I guess in the free mode, not the survival stuff, like, people could learn how to, like, navigate a space using a virtual reality headset without any, like, things trying to kill them. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say that I've I tried out the Oculus Rift before, and man, did it get me sick. So... I, I would like the idea of being able to see the real world and just have it augmented rather than pitch black darkness where I'm really seeing yeah, all of the game. I think covering your whole head is disorienting because it's like yeah. putting you into a different space and it's actually hard to figure out where you are. I, I could see why that's weird. Everybody who's used Oculus Rift has said it was a little nauseating at first. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's fascinating. But, but is will it improve video games? Um, yeah, see, that's always where I, me and VR kind of part ways because I don't know whether it's going to beat a controller until the technology is really high up there. Yeah, and, will it be motion control or will it be uh, I don't know, analog sticks? What do people want? Well, How do people sticks? really want to play a game? I don't think you want to play it with, like, motion controls. I'll tell you, I was okay when I was wearing the Oculus Rift looking up or looking down a little bit. But it was when I turned to the left or the right that it threw my whole inertia out of whack. And it was just like, oh, oh, my <laughs> gosh. And I was just in this room where it was there were butterflies flying and a little garden outside. And um, you still have to move using a a controller. I think I had a PS3 controller. Huh. So it didn't really feel That's weird. Yeah. Butterflies make me vomit, Ted Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of this podcast. Butterflies <laughs> and vomit. Remember that song? Butterfly kisses and bedtime's prayers. 
<laughs> you know that song? No, I do. You know that song? It's a big I kiss. Do. do you? I've heard it. Kiss? As much as I've done wrong, I must have done something Zach, right. This madness. I feel like I know it vaguely. Every morning, and butterfly kisses. Oh, yeah, Bob Carlyle. There we go. That's right, Bob Carlyle. That's yeah, I'm, there we go. Well, there we go. We win. There we go. If we can Thank play you. butterfly kisses in uh, Oculus Rift. Then I think we'll all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Daddy, I love you. You're gonna get gotta butterfly get kisses. Well, they're gonna attach like a vomit bag to the, to the bottom half of the Oculus Rift, and it, like, it attaches it attaches to like the bottom of the device all the way around your mouth. Vomit. So, <laughs> the Oculus vomit. Yeah, I mean you can vomit in real time. In 3D spaces. <laughs> wow, my vomit feels so real. It's Ooh, almost like I did. But it is real. <laughs> it's realer than you've ever been. Uh, I don't really want to play games like that. Maybe one day, but yeah, I'm well, not going to be a pioneer in that area. If you see those people playing like horror video games with the Oculus Rift on, it just looks like... I, I think I give myself a heart attack. <laughs> Goodness, it's a little too real for me. <laughs> well, for me it was a turn in the head, but I, I don't know what it would be like to play an actual game game on that. I know they're still kind of in tech demo land. Yeah, so far they are. But, but the HoloLens has a little more appeal to me, and I'm, I know I'm starting to sound like Mr. Microsoft fanboy. <laughs> yeah, actually but, you have uh, mentioned a lot of Microsoft products. I have, but I, uh, I'm not promoting Microsoft in any way. You but you can get stuff in the Microsoft or not store. In the presence of Microsoft behind his back with a loaded weapon. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let's yeah. talk about Sony. You should talk about Microsoft empowering us all. That's their <laughs> actual co- corporate slogan. I'm not even. Oh, kidding. is it? Is that what this? <laughs> I thought it used to be Microsoft. Bend over and take it. <laughs> Ted. What? That's mean. Oh, I meant. Are you like, talking about bend, a new Oculus Rift? Bend product? over and pick that thing that you dropped on the floor and take it back up. Goodness. Are you talking about huh. a new Oculus Rift product? It's Microsoft's version of Minecraft. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's talk about Sony, though. Let's right? talk about uh, Sony. Sony's so, so good. They're all going to go bankrupt in like 10 years, but it's good for Sony. Well, Sony's struggling. There's no doubt about it. Other than their game division as a corporation, they are struggling to survive. And I don't know if there's going to be another generation after this, but. I mean, the PlayStation 3 is certainly an excellent system, and I imagine the PlayStation 4 is. I just had to make a choice, you know, a decision. I couldn't just buy both. I wasn't Zachary Oliver rolling around in dough. <laughs> no. oh, I'm going to spend 60 bucks on a game while I'm at Hey, look, I didn't buy any next-gen system except for the Wii U, which doesn't really count. And it took almost two years for you to do that. Yeah, well, and I waited for a discount, so. Yeah. I feel okay with that purchase, but I don't feel okay buying either of the big two. Elijah, where are you, uh, more or less, uh, Sony or, or Microsoft in, in the game world? I'm kind of surprised to say that I'm actually considering the Xbox One mainly because of the software. You sound like you would be an Xbox One person, Elijah. And I say that because of your choices of games that you've yeah, that's so far. It, I was actually talking with... Um, I've mentioned I have a game journal as a mentor, and I was talking to him about it, and he's like, yeah, that about fits. You always seem to go for the underdog. 
<laughs> Plus, you well, seem to like all the first-person shooters and various kind of Western-minded games. That's uh, in general. It's not that I hate Japanese games, yeah. but yeah, the Japanese game that I want to play is called uh, Persona Five, and it's coming to PS3. So I don't really need a PS4. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing I want on PS4 is Infamous Second Son First Light, specifically First Light, because I know that it's only Fetch's powers that are awesome. So why would I bother with the annoying Delson when I could just enjoy Fetch's powers? Yeah, so it's like it wouldn't be enough of a, a push for you to get a PS4, really. The thing is, of course, as a result, always, as I was saying, you know, about the whole matching thing and how it'd be nice to meet somebody who actually plays the same games as me, all of my friends have PS4s, except for, like, one guy in South Africa and, like, two or three other people. If that's the case, you need to get a PS4. No. <laughs> that's that's it. Wow. Sony had hate, better marketing, though. I hate that people will only game together, that they will only buy the system that whatever their friends buy. I do not. I got the system for you right here. Genesis. The Sega Genesis does what Sony PS4 don't. Oh, man. Sega Channel. We need Sega Channel. The Sega Channel needs to come back. (laughs) We can play Genesis together. Honestly, I don't think I, 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 I... The thing is, if I had been back in the generations when Nintendo and Sega were going on... You know what I think I would have done? I would have played a lot more PC games. <laughs> <laughs> I have never gotten a longer... Oh, my gosh. Oh, you could buy I just got a Pixar Easter egg in in Watch Dogs. It, it's got a different skin, but they remade the Pizza Planet truck. <laughs> well, that's good, but you right? Could buy a, you could buy yeah. a Steam box, though. No, no, no. That's just it. Okay. Um... Can you cut this a little bit from the podcast? Because I actually don't want everyone buying them up the second they hear about this. But um, Cal Boone what, what has next-gen consoles for super cheap with just, like, scuff marks on them. What? I could get an Xbox One for 260 With the teaching job I just got for in the summer, I, sh- if I, can, I just need to get final confirmations of getting that job. As soon as I'm confirmed on that, I can make enough money to buy an Xbox One for $260. And Well, that is much less than I paid. Exactly. And that <laughs> you paid five hundred, dead. I did. I bought it on launch. But you know what I got? I got special Xbox Day One Edition labeling on the joystick. Yeah, you got to connect, which you don't use. Yes, I know. I do use the connect. I do. You see this baby? Yeah. Sam's Club. Less Most than people call that a Vita, by the way. Oh, a Vita. <laughs> uh, a Vita. A Vita. What do you doing? It it's a Vita. Vita. Jonathan can kiss my arse. Why would you? Why are you so adamant on calling it by the Jonathan, incorrect you're pronunciation? Correct. That's why I call it. That's why I pronounce it. Deal with it. Postmodernism <laughs> does not apply to grammar pronunciation. Apparently, it does. In this so. case, it does. But so, seriously, though, seriously, watch Dugs. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play Wooch Dugs. The Paisa Truke is so new skinned. I mean, skined. <laughs> A it's a Pfizer planet. There we go. Yes, I did it. You broke him. <laughs> Every podcast. I don't know how I do it, but well, it's due for me to do it again. I gotta match the flash. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're gonna match the flash. <laughs> I got mashed the flash. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, don't die. 
breathe. Use your words. Yeah, you just, you know, you got, you can't just pronounce things the way you want, oh. Elijah. Or else you're gonna kill Ted. <laughs> My life is in a balance. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ted, but it will always be Vita. No, it won't. Uh-oh. Yes, it will. Vitus. Yes, it will fading. always. It will always be Vita. Yeah, it's Plustusian Vitus. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and people go, "What are you talking about, Elijah? What is I a Plustusian Vitus?" You were talking Pig Latin for a second. Whoa, whoa! How did Idave? Um, hold up, or Idave? Oh, I wish I was recording that. I just sent a. a in watchdogs, I just sent um an electrical pole. It bounced out of the ground, hit the building he was in front of, and then flew forward into the sky, and it's Xbox vanished. Record that. That's all you'd have to say. That's the oh, it just did it. Darn it! It just <laughs> recorded the pause screen of Limbo for me. <laughs> Thanks. Wait, you're playing Limbo? I have it up. Yeah, I'm stuck at a certain point, so it's something I can mindlessly. Do yeah, you just die repeatedly anyway. So what's the difference? But um, puzzle with magnets and stuff like that. Very irritating. Yeah, Limbo is not a game I would pick for you, Tad. It's okay. It's I got pretty far in it. I think if you're at the magnet part, you're pretty close to the end. Yeah, that's what I would think. I mean, oh, come back here, you dirty rat! You do not shoot someone in the gut in my city. Shoot him with a goon quickly. I am the knight. And with that, there's a ball cap. <laughs> And with that, I think we're done with this podcast. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we just rambled for an hour or so. Uh, we you hope got you got me to laugh. We you hope got you me to laugh. Yeah. You know, I tried to was fight the point. that. That was the subject. The subject was getting Ted to laugh. Yeah, and remember uh-huh. your Wuchdugs and your PS Vutas? Oh, bugger off. <laughs> you sound you English? Swedish there. Who says bugger off? We're in the United States. I can't swear words because there are conservatives who will be upset if I do. So bugger off. I think you're past that. <laughs> think of more creative curses. Whatever so is is noble and pure. Think on these yeah. things. I know there's more to that. But. Elijah in Philippians, one and same. Ephesians, what is it? Five three? I forget what it is. Or is it Ephesians <laughs> now? Ephesians. Theology gaming. Ephesians. I killed dead again. What country would anyone ever pronounce it that way? (laughs) Well, I don't think any of them do. I could be wrong on that, though. I mean, I went to Africa, and they said... Well, I don't know what they said. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've been to Africa once. I know I was building up to something there, but boy, that fizzled. It was going to change your life. Gone. And All right, I gotta, to I gotta put snake. my genesis back here on the shelf, and I think we need to wrap up this pood yeah. case. Well, at least you didn't bring out your master system. It's down there somewhere, yeah. <laughs> master system. I can't, I can't believe I kept saying that wrong just, and wrong and wrong again. again. Did I? Yeah. The master system. The master system. The master system. The master it system? takes focus and concentration. With the poor Bruce computer. <laughs> Does the console's head rotate 360 degrees? <laughs> That's why I was saying the master system. <laughs> we need to perform a master system. <laughs> what is a master system? That's what you bring in a priest and uh, stuff like that. And, yeah. and, um, and you, you say, get your say, and you get your 
Xbox to unread Ring of Death. That's what the power is. of Nintendo compels you. Yeah, and then like a 32x like blows out of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that could be kind of funny as a as a as a parody. <laughs> the the master system. <laughs> The master system. Yeah, he's like a he's like a he's like a Nintendo uh, priest. <laughs> it's like Shigeru Miyamoto, and then he like <laughs> yeah, he like he he's, Shigeru Miyamoto dressed up as a priest. Yeah, and the whole and, movie's in subtitles, and he like exercises like and Mario Sega products from uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like the person that's like you know under the control of the master system. Like turns blue and starts running his circles and loops all around the the room. They can't catch him. Yeah, and then the one possessed by Game Gear. Sonic says he starts saying Sonic says. (laughs) Yeah, and then the one that's possessed by Game Gear keeps spitting out batteries. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, right there. Uh, that's pretty good. You had a 32x reference and a Game Gear reference all in one little thing. That was that was very well done. Yeah, and then the person possessed by a Sega CD says loading, loading, <laughs> <laughs> or it doesn't work at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or reinsert disc and then start singing Marky Mark songs. <laughs> <laughs> and I try hard. <laughs> I broke ten again. You wow, we are on a roll tonight. Marky Mark songs. I know what you're talking about that. There's that game, that full motion video game. Yeah, where Mark, you, Mark Wahlberg. He was the world's greatest rapper for money. <laughs> where you're making videos. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. The early days of FMV. Ooh, they were not pretty. <laughs> Gentlemen, I must get some rest. I've had a very long day. Yeah, in a very long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Theology Gaming Podcast. Ted, you can find at wildmanted.com. And he's yep. on the Twitter now. I am on, he's the, Twitter. on the Twitter. Yes, sometimes I twit. Sometimes he gets a hashtag, even. And sometimes he talks about chilies. Still working, <laughs> still working on that. By the way, she went back and. They served a beautiful plate of oh, the same really? dish. Yes, yeah, oh, so, so all is well. I should post that picture. I have it. So my tweets actually worked. They were your tweets make a difference. They were efficacious. Look, all of you out there, your tweets make a difference. Yeah. You tell them to make the food more delicious, and by God, they do. Winner, winners retweet, kids. Remember that. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell those Call of Duty people to stop making Call of Duty. They will stop making Call of Duty. No. Yeah, no, nah, no, I don't. not as long as that's Even a when no money one's buying machine, it. A money making machine, yeah. gentlemen. Good night. Thank you. A good night, and Elijah. Uh, we can find you oh, game yes. skinny as we've already mentioned, and at Paradigm Fallen on Twitter. I will actually reply to your tweets. Ah, and you're the uncensored gamer, the uh, unabridged gamer, yeah, unabridged gamer. The uncensored gamer would be accurate, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be an accurate one too. That would be an accurate one too. Yeah. Elijah, but, uh, the only person I know who uses English curse words. Wow. Well. <laughs> oh bloody hell! <laughs> David does too. He is—he seriously doesn't like actually cursing. He has to be seriously frustrated to say crap. So um, he almost entirely just uses English vernacular. I, well, it does, but it's it's the same thing. I man. know you have but, to you have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind is what you have to do. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, you don't just keep saying bad things. Yeah, from different languages. You're better than that. <laughs>
I sound like a father, don't I? <laughs> yes, you do. Because well, you sometimes are. my son will say a few choice words, and I, I don't know if he's wanting me to respond in kind, but I can't do it. I'm, I just can't. Yeah. So How do we get here? Form. Well, you dropkick him I, instead. <laughs> yes, dropkick him, drop Yeah, you dropkick the words right out of his mouth. I took care of business. That was on another podcast once upon a time. I took care of business with my son. All right. Uh, quick aside. Uh, if you want to talk to us, we're on Theology Gaming University, which is our Facebook group. If you ask a for an invite, you'll get in, and you can yes. talk to Ted all you want. I will respond to you. Yeah, and so will Elijah. He'll respond Responsibly. I'll respond probably longer than you actually message me. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get more than your bargain yeah, for. Yeah, wall of Elijah. text. Yeah, just say hello, wall of text. Wall of text. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, – he will respond like the Flash. Yeah, and, and yes. then we uh, Theology Gaming is theologygaming.com. We write yes. a lot of stuff. If you like this podcast, go on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. If you didn't like it, don't give us any rating. Don't write anything. And last of all, Theology Gaming has a YouTube channel, and I think it's at ZFO. Please subscribe to it because I'm going to be posting a billion, billion, billion Hearthstone billion, videos. Billion, billion, billion Hearthstone videos. Yeah, I'm part of the Three Comma Club, guys. Well, I won't be watching that, but I might watch some of the Uncensored Gamer. I mean, the Underbridge, Underbridge Gamer. <laughs> well, especially yeah, that review great. of that Counter Spy thing. Yes. Yeah, Everyone yeah. should play Counter Spy. Yeah, watch that, his that's the lesson. You're the Underbridge yeah. Gamer uh, <laughs> on the YouTubes. I watch your stuff too, Zachary, but maybe not Hearthstone. Maybe you should, because I'm very good at commentating over it. You mean it'll be enjoyable and entertaining? Yeah. Um, yeah, should be. Alright, I'm gonna try one. Hopefully. I'll <laughs> let you know what I thought. Alright, well, this has been the Theology Gaming Podcast. Thanks, Ted and Elijah, for being on. See you guys later. Yay. Bye-bye. Yeah. Goodbye.